This week's episode is sponsored by Jagged Edge Productions and ITN Studios' Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2. Only in theaters, March 26th to March 28th. The suspenseful and thrilling sequel to last year's immense hit, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, amplifies the gore factor with ten times the number of kills to put fans both new and old at the edge of their seats. After Christopher Robin reveals their existence, Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, Tigger, and Owl land on the endangered species list as hard targets. Unwilling to hide in the shadows, the ultimate scream team embarks on a murderous rampage through the town of Ashdown to get their revenge on Christopher Robin, once and for all. So don't miss out, and mark your calendars to catch the limited engagement of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2, only in theaters March 26th to March 28th. Tickets are available now. This is Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy presents The 31 Days of Horror Day 25 Binary DNA It said when you take a picture of someone, you capture their soul in the camera. It's also said that if you print it off, that picture contains a soul itself, and you can control them with it. I'm not sure where to start. Do you know what the primordial soup is? A veritable ocean of elements, all floating around randomly. And through millions of years of time, eventually the right set of random circumstances came to pass and the elements were able to connect together to form the world's first single-cell organism. Now, that's a really boiled-down version of it, but I'm sure you get the gist of it. Fast forward a few billion years to the early 1990s, when internet use began to rapidly accelerate. Every home had a computer, and new connections between computers were opening on a by-the-second basis. Trillions of bytes of data began to transfer around the world at the speed of light. Music, text, and sound, and most importantly, pictures. Now if, when you take a picture of someone and capture their soul, What happens when that picture is converted to data and placed on a hard drive? Does the soul follow? Fifteen years later, we believe so. We believe that when you take a picture of someone and upload it onto your computer, alongside the image data, a blueprint of a person's soul itself is imprinted on the file itself. Look at your picture folder. How many souls reside in that folder alone? That's just the beginning, though. These soul blueprints each retain pieces of a puzzle, parts of the soul itself as well. Recently, a group of hackers, who refer to themselves as the Cardinals, took an interest to this theory and began experiments. They found anomalies within the binary sequences of images based on similar features of the person they had taken a picture of. 
a binary DNA, if you will. Now, these hackers have come to possess a set of three extremely important data files, one AVI, one JPEG, and one MP3, each of which possessing interesting, unexplainable qualities. The first, Cradle.avi, depicts what appears to be a group of teenagers with a low-quality video camera exploring the basement of a house. The quality of the video is distorted completely beyond any comprehensibility, and the video is very low quality. For most of the video, the cameras passed around the group, and back and forth and jerked around too much to make anything noticeable out. But near the end, the camera turns at an odd angle, and you can semi-clearly make out a young girl standing in the corner, facing the wall. Her hair is long and black, and she's wearing some form of white dress. You only see her for a split second, but many people who have seen the video claim there just seems something wrong with her. A bit deformed, but not in a way anyone can explain. But the truly peculiar property of this video is what happens to the user's computer at the end of it. On the last second of the video, if not already so, the video will force full screen itself. Along with this, you're left with a one second looping clip of a window and a wall. It loops 15 times. Then the girl is seen again, standing on the other side of the window with her back to the viewer, slowly wavering back and forth. After a few moments, the video ends, and the user's computer permanently shuts down. Inspection has shown that the entire registry becomes completely corrupt, requiring the user to do a total wipe and reinstall. The second file is known as needles.mp3. This sound file, when played, plays for about three minutes. It's extremely distorted. One can occasionally make out some form of voice talking, but most of the sound is some form of growling, rolling, crackled roar. Users who listen to this file often experience extreme nausea and loss of balance for a brief period of time. The final file is known as burningman.jpg. The file name has nothing to do with what the actual picture depicts. Instead, it just displays a haphazard mess of overlaid and meshed images of dolls and a hallway. There also seems to be an image of a man standing with his head cast down in the background. But the image is too distorted to make anything out, much like the other files. The image when downloaded and opened on the user's desktop will proceed to stay permanently open on whatever program it is open through. Not only that, the program becomes disabled. Nothing else happens. The image just permanently sits there on your desktop, unclickable, unminimizable and you're just left there with a man's invisible gaze staring at you. From what the group of hackers were able to discern, this file seems to have pre-compiled into the data something along the lines of a CMDOW. Yet, as complex and intricate as a program is, it works all across all OS platforms. No one knows who the original creator is. In fact, few people have heard of it as the file is uncopyable nor sendable. This, in fact, further adds to the mystery, as often receivers of this file will obtain it from random anonymous emails, posted on forums on a download link, posing the question, how is that poster able to upload it? 
If you ever see any of these files, refrain from downloading any of them. They all have varying detrimental effects in your computer, from practically taking out your whole registry, corrupting System 32, freezing your mouse, or crashing your computer. Now onward. This group of hackers, the Cardinals, took to analyzing these three files and comparing their odd behaviors. They had heard of other such odd files, images, data, etc., but were never able to get their hands on them. At least as far as we know. Though rumor states they in fact were able to locate and collect all of the known files, like the original smile.jpg, barbie.jpg, even suicidemouse.avi. Not even the grifter was able to escape their grasp, rumor states. But rumor also states the grifter video even exists. But that's another story. Nonetheless, all these files in hand, the group lined the files up and began to meticulously work through the binary, 101, at a time, checking for similar strains in the series of binary that matched. And they did manage to successfully do so, at least legend states. The result was seven individual execute files that did nothing, simply a gibberish pile of zeros and ones. They endlessly puzzled over the files, each tackling an execute each. They decided to name them after themselves. Lust, gluttony, greed, envy, sloth, wrath, and pride. At last, they attempted to line the files up. Remarkably, something odd happened. The copies of the files quite suddenly meshed together. The result was a single, complete execute. Already named. Barelybreathing.exe And what of this file? Well, not much else is known after this point. They were too smart to just execute it. They analyze the file every possible way. Hex, binary, conversions, anything to figure out what this odd file would do. To no avail. Even after formatting together, it was an even bigger jumble of ones and zeros and made no more sense than the separate executes. They backed the file up on a flash drive and proceeded to run it. That was the last command found to run on their destroyed computers a week later. Their corpses had been disfigured beyond recognition. Description of the corpses stated that it almost seemed as if they'd been brutally slashed across their faces and arms. Every square inch of skin that had been bare had been mutilated, almost microwaved, and then sliced repeatedly by a micro-thin razor. The government attempted to hush up the event, but there was some media leakage. And because the Cardinals had been keeping a blog amongst themselves and a few close friends, it's closed down and deleted now, so don't go trying to find it. It quickly spread out as per what they had been attempting to accomplish, and if it was or was not related to their terrible deaths. And what are the flash drive? A friend, who knew of its existence, later checked the home of the group and was unable to find it. According to reports, the drive was found in the pocket of one of the group and been taken into custody by the police, and then simply vanished. The trail continues on. Far more, though. The file resurfaces every few weeks around the globe. 
governments attempt to cover it up, but some media leaks out, of course. Look at the news for people mutilated in their own homes by a murderer, their computers stolen, etc. If you ever get a cryptic email with an attachment labeled barelybreathing.exe, for fuck's sake, do not open it. Open it. Open it. Open it. Open it. Open it. Oh, hi, Matthew. Sarah, you're just in time. Am I? <laughs> what for? I've decided we need a trailer. A trailer? Oh, right, for the, for the ship. Yes, yeah, what were you thinking? Um, flatbed, low boy, or extendable? No, not that kind of trailer. A trailer for the podcast. Hostile World. Ah, oh, I see. Here, do you want to do the honours? Oh, yeah. Sure. Exciting. Dramatic music bed. Oh, uh, yes, please. <clears throat> Join us on a journey. A journey to some of the most inhospitable, humbling, and frighteningly beautiful places in the known universe. From the towering Martian mountain, Olympus Mons, which stands three times the height of Everest, to the barren, scorched, and suffocating wastes of Venus. From the bottom, of Titan's freezing hydrocarbon oceans to the giant red spot on Jupiter, a storm that's bigger than Earth itself. From the frozen and lonely plains of Pluto to the apocalyptic blast of an exploding star. Hostile Worlds is a podcast drama-mentary series where you'll learn just how small and insignificant you really are. So come join us on board the Tardigrade, a ship that can float, fly, dive and dig through any environment in the universe. The Hostile Worlds podcast. Find us at hostileworlds.net. All right, how was that? Really good, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, it's not, it's not bad. What? Well, uh, an exploding star is not really a, a world, is it? Really? Eh, uh, ah, yeah, no, but that's just. And uh, drama entry. <laughs> really? Mm. I thought that was quite clever. It's like a drama, but it's a documentary. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, but it's just, just, oh, it's, it's a bit um, cringy. Cringy? Sorry. No, no, it's fine. Did you have any other ideas? Um, maybe just something like um. Hostile World is a podcast that teaches you about all the dangerous yet fascinating places in our universe in a fun and entertaining way. Hmm? Uh, right? Okay. That works, I suppose. 
then we just need to mention the website. Hostileworld.net Job done. Great. See you in episode one then. See you there. For more information, including pictures and videos of the stories told on this podcast, or to suggest stories for future episodes, please visit us at CreepyPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or email us at CreepyPod at gmail.com. All stories told on this podcast can be found at creepypastawikia.com and are protected by a Creative Commons license. Some rights reserved unless otherwise stated. Item number SCP-5186 SCP-7160 SCP-7533 Object class Euclid Keter Safe Special containment procedures Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust (laughs) The only thing I could hear was 7219 (laughs) Laughing Do you remember your name? Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.